Senator Kenny says the $1.9 trillion COVID-19 bill is exploiting a pandemic. Mississippi governor signs a bill banning trans athletes from school sports, and Texas Attorney General sues the city of Austin for not lifting the mask mandate. We're getting into all this and more, but before we get into this, please drop this video a like, subscribe, turn the post notifications on, share this video, new video every single day. It's the only way we can grow if you click all those buttons. Uh, also, there might be random ads playing throughout this content that are fun to support the show. Please bear with me. Let's get into this. Senator Kenny says the $1.9 trillion COVID-19 bill is exploiting a pandemic. Says, like looting after a natural disaster. I want you to comment below if you agree with that statement. Also, be sure to drop this video a like and subscribe for some new videos all day, every day. So Republican uh, Louisiana Senator John Kennedy said Thursday that Democrats are exploiting the coronavirus pandemic in which a $1.9 trillion stimulus bill and said that it's like looting after a natural disaster. If you add up all the COVID spending and then all the spending, all the spending porn, there's no comparison. And to me, using a coronavirus bill to effectuate spending porn is like looting after a natural disaster, and that's why I voted against it, Kennedy told Fox and Friends. President Joe Biden says it's a coronavirus bill. My response is right, and the strippers really like you, he joked. The senator said he, is, he likes trying to help people who are unemployed, but also wondering why, why we have to give bucket loads of money to prisoners. Why do they need help? I don't understand why we have to give money to people who are in the country illegally. And he's 100% right. It's a big robbery. It's a big robbery of from the taxpayer to support the leftists and the Democrats' agenda. Kennedy also said it was counterproductive to give $130 billion to schools that refuse to open. This is, I mean, the Democrats are either really stupid, really incompetent, and bad when it comes to this stuff, or they're 100% corrupt. And either way, they're too incompetent to be in, in elected office. But hey, that's, you know, the Democrats vote for those people. He said Republicans tried to compromise on the bill with President Joe Biden. Kennedy said that Biden said he would meet them halfway. If he was meeting us halfway, he's a damn poor judge of distance, Kennedy said. Biden's stimulus package offers 1.4,000 direct payments to those Americans earning 75000 or less, or 2800 to married couples with a combined salary of 150000 or less. There is also $1,400,000 in payments for each child living with the parents. Uh, this is, I guess, uh, a, a fall short of the promised 2000 that Biden promised which he campaigned on, which they won pretty much Georgia over, promising $2,000 checks. And they'll give you that little loophole. Well, if you combine the stimuluses, then you get 2000 Shut the F up. You just lied for votes. That's what they always do. They would rather give, out of $1.9 trillion, they couldn't give $2,000 to the American people? Get the heck out of here. And I hope this has been a great awakening, showing people how the government really does not care about you, especially the Democrats. They just do not care. He said that while most Americans will be happy to get the money, they will also understand that, it is, that it's been borrowed. We don't even have 5% of it. What I would like to see is President Biden call a press conference and answer these kinds of questions, but I think it's just a shame that the Secret Service who heroically jumps in front of President Biden if a reporter tries to ask him a question. It's 100% true. 
The media is back to their ways of lying. They're back to their ways of covering up for the lies that got them elected, that got Joe Biden elected. They're back to doing all of those things. But uh, let's hope this leads to a great awakening. Let's make sure our elections are secure. Let's always look forward and work for the future and just be positive. The Mississippi governor signs a bill banning trans athletes from school sports. So it's about time, and I want you guys to comment below whether you agree with this or not. This is definitely great for the women of that state who are trying to compete in sports and don't want to go play up against some 40-year-old grown man. But before we get too much into the story, please drop the video a like, subscribe to the post notifications on, new video every single day. So, proponents say that, the protecting, that they are protecting women's sports, but LGBTQ activists say that the law could open up trans youth for more harassment and violence. Listen, not being able to play in a sport that you're physically not, um, like, you're physically not, men and women are obviously, I don't have to explain this to you guys, men and women are obviously in different uh, categories with sports for a reason, Okay. And saying that you as a biological male cannot compete in a woman's sport is not going to leave you open for harassment and violence. If anything, you being a man, a boy on a female, on a women's team, that's going to leave you open for harassment and violence. Because now not only you're pissing off, you're pissing off the opposing team, you're pissing off maybe other girls that could have got that position of that team, you're pissing off people in your school. They're going to go to your game and they're going to laugh at you because they're like, why is there a dude playing? Ha, 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 ha. Bro, that's going to leave you open for harassment. Maybe not violence. I, I doubt in the, maybe in some schools, but that's going to truly leave you open for harassment. You just being you and doing you and not affecting anybody else. I'm sorry, but that's not going to lead to as much harassment as you actively seeking out there to um, push your way of living on other people and, and at their expense that's going to leave you open for harassment so i care about the kids on thursday governor tate reeves signed the mississippi fairness act into law requiring the state school to designate teams by sex assignment at birth and prohibits transgender student athletes from participating in school sports in accordance with their gender identity in a March 4th tweet, Reeves said that the law would protect young girls from being forced to compete with biological males for athletic purposes. The bill sponsor, State Senator Angelina Hill, told the Associated Press that she had been approached by numerous coaches who felt that there was a need for this policy because they are beginning to have some concerns of having to deal with this. And those are the people you're supposed to consult with, the people who it would affect not the people who are like, oh, I'm doing this because I want to make people feel good and I want to make myself feel good for doing a good thing and supporting a good thing that I perceive as good. Well, no, why don't, why don't, we, why don't we take situations and we ask people who are actually gonna, whose lives it's actually going to affect? Neither Hill nor other supporters of the bill presented evidence of transgender athletes competing in Mississippi schools or universities. Reeves and, Hills, and Hill are Republicans. One state resident, uh, Katie, said in a news conference last week however that the law will make things even harder for her transgender daughters who face bullying on a daily basis at her middle school uh said her daughter asked to join the girls basketball team. son asked the, to join the girls basketball team but the principal told her in a message that used the daughter's dead name that the district requires her to play on the boys team because of her gender up for her birth certificate 
She said, my daughter isn't comfortable playing with boys because she's she's not a boy. She has never been a boy. Um, if that's not child abuse, I don't know what is. That the child is a boy, okay? And this is a child we're talking about. Or maybe a young teen, okay? If if they if they're going that route in their life, let's just say that they are actually transgender, and this is how they're going to be for the rest of their life. I mean, you can't have it go out of your way and affect other people. At least keep your problems amongst you. I mean, th- this is this is not going to fix the problem. It's not going to solve the problem. There's a bigger problem that's going on here, and that's the fact that people think that they're a different gender than they are. And an even bigger problem is that parents are promoting that, and parents are making their kids go through gender reassignments. The parents are setting their kids up to have a miserable life for the rest of their lives. If you have a kid, this is my personal opinion, okay? Don't take this as fact. If I ever had a kid that was transgender, I would say, you be you right now. You be how you, how you want to be. You know, we'll, we'll show you how to, how to act in your life, but guess what? We're not going to do this hormone replacement, okay? We're not going to cut your genitals off and mutilate you, okay? Because one day you might have a, an awakening and realize this is not what I'm supposed to be. And I'll be teaching my kid to love who they actually are. But I think the, the issue is a lot deeper. It's a bigger, deeper psychological issue. But, but giving in to their delusions is just going to make the problem worse. And, and you're going to take the world down with you around you. Now nobody can be happy. Now nobody could enjoy sports because your one kid wanted to enjoy sports. Because now the whole world, the whole sports in your community and your school needs to build around your kid, your kid who has a problem. That that not and it's not a problem that we don't care about. It's a problem we want to help fix. We want to help you get through. We don't want to have you bullied. We don't want to have you harassed, okay? And you're not going to you're going to be more harassed and bullied if you join the team, okay? Don't make them join any team then. Your your kid is dealing with their own issues. It's like a handicapped kid in a wheelchair is not going to join the high school A team, okay? That's just not going to happen. Your kid is transgender. Your kid has having issues on what gender they are. I know you want to have them live a normal life, but guess what? Living a normal life is not gender reassignment surgery. Living a normal life is not going through uh, hormone replacement therapy. That's not living a normal life. You're setting the kid up for failure in life. You need to make certain adjustments to not bring the world down around them, okay? That's my two cents. And this is something I've been thinking about a lot because what if, what if I have a kid that has, has these issues and these problems? What do I do? And it's just something I've been thinking about. This is what I'm going to do. I, I like that plans for everything. To the transgender students in Mississippi who have been attacked by this legislation, you belong. We see you, and we will do everything we can to support you. Helsing said in a statement, Governor Reeves' actions today are unjust and discriminatory. He has targeted transgender kids and added to their burden, opening them up to more harassment, abuse, and violence. Transgender students should be allowed to live their lives without fear and out of the shadows. Nobody's telling you to stay in the shadows. We're just telling you, oh man, it's too, I, I explained myself already. I don't need to go back over it. The law will go into effect July 1st through legal challenges are expected. So the measures the South Dakota Senate approved 20 to 15, 
Um, yeah, I guess that's pretty much bad. There are estimated 149 anti-LGBT bills under consideration in the state legislature across the country, according to the Human Rights Campaign. A leading LGBTQ civil rights group included that 76 directly targeted transgender people. Listen, I hate how they're trying to make these conflations. And this is anti-LGBT. This is anti-this. This means you hate us. It's like, no, 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 no. We're literally just going to... They just like to say that they're being attacked. The victimhood is the biggest currency right now in America. It's the biggest... It's a booming market right now, being a victim. And that's all that they're trying to do is just make themselves a victim. And guess what? This is an issue that affects the vast minority of people. But they want this issue that affects the minority of people to eventually affect the majority of people, okay? Instead of affecting one transgender kid, now because that one transgender kid wants to play... It's going to affect 400 people, and I'm including maybe even more because now you want to add into the families because not only if that one kid plays on that one team, it affects that whole team. It affects people who aren't even on the team who wanted to make the team. It affects the coaches. It affects the opponent team. So if they play 10 different teams out of the year, it affects 50 people, at least 50 people. Or, or I don't know how many kids are on a team, but then the parents as well. So let's say 50 to 100 people of each team they go up against because now that team is at a disadvantage. That team might lose a game. You know, it, it, it has an effect on the families when you lose a game. You know, you talk to your kids and then your kids might be asking questions of why am I playing against a boy? Why did I get checked by a boy? Blah, blah, blah. Like I couldn't play against him. It affects, these people don't realize this affects a lot of people around them. And something that could only affect that one person and that one family and home in and work on that issue together. They want to take that one person and that one family and make that affect everybody. And guess what? It's just going to divide people even more because when that family shows up and let's say that family with the transgender son or daughter is sitting in the bleachers over here and another kid, another family whose kid just got pushed and beat up by that kid. There's going to be some fights. Go, go, son, go, daughter, whatever you are. And then that, I, I would be pissed off. I would be so pissed off at that parent. I'll be like, you're really going to let your kid play? You're really going to let your kid go into the delusions at the expense of everybody else on the team? That is incredibly selfish of you. Because now my daughter just got pushed to the ground by your grown-ass son because you wanted him to feel good. Well, he can feel good other ways. He's, he's a dude playing against girls, and these girls are, are being affected, and you're bringing down everybody else around them to lift you up. I would be pissed off. And I'm sure there's tons of other pissed off parents out there. Texas Attorney General Paxson sues city of Austin for not lifting mask mandates. Is it time to end mask mandates all over the country? Comment below. Also, drop this video a like, subscribe, and turn the post notifications on for a new video every single day. So, Austin refused to lift its mask mandate despite Greg Abbott's executive order. Texas Attorney General uh, Ken Paxson on Thursday filed a lawsuit against the state capitol, and it it's, it's county for not lifting the mask mandates after Governor Greg Abbott rolled back the measures statewide. Fox News has learned the lawsuit against the city of Austin in Travis County, where the capital city resides, came after Paxson threatened to file a suit Wednesday for the refusal to roll back their local mask mandates. Austin is known as a Democrat stronghold in a red state. The Texas Attorney General had threatened a lawsuit against county. Now, I, I, I'm going to say something that you guys might find a little unpopular. So I am a big fan in 
the breakdown of power and bringing the power back to be as strong as they can locally. So I believe Austin should have the power to lift the mask mandate or not, lift the lockdown or not. I do believe beyond that power, the the individual counties, towns uh, within that city should also have the power to do so. I believe the power should lie with the smallest portion of the government where you got the the country and I think you know they can make a blanket federal rule I believe it should be up to the state to say what rule they want to what they what they want to follow or not when it comes to that or set their own laws or their own things for their state and then break it down to the city and the city's like well that doesn't work for our city you break it you, you break it down because I mean, we can use California, for example. If, if Newsom puts a mask mandate in, you're going to want one of those cities that are in the outskirts to say no to the mask mandate without having a threat of a lawsuit. It goes both ways. Now, I think when it gets down to the state level, it obviously gets a lot different. But when it comes to the cities, I, I still think the city should be able to decide. Let the people of that city decide. Let the people of the damn town where that city resides to make their own decision. I'll give one example which I always give all the time, New York City. So we got, well, we got New York State, New York State mask mandate, New York City mask mandate. And then we got my, my borough of Staten Island, which I'm from. And we don't really have any representation or any power to say no to the mask mandate, which would be awesome if we, as a borough, were able to say no to the mask mandate because it doesn't work for us. Because we're not as densely populated as New York City. We're a bunch of Republicans, so that means we're not a bunch of pansies like New York City. But now we're, we're forced to follow those same New York City rules. And for what goes with the Democrats should also go with the Republicans. Because, hey, you might get down to a little small county that thinks it's okay to force everyone to lock indoors, and that's what the county wants. But another thing is, this is also coming down to, which... I hope you guys listen to the full thing. It also coming down to freedom or not, or liberty or not, uh, and it's and it's kind of it's strained. It's a very strained situation we're in because we're trying to use the hammer of the government to free people from the hammer of the government, where you get stuck in this oxymoron of is that big government control forcing other big government to not have big government control or is it a liberating but because it's coming from the government does it get is it does that mean it's more on the fascist agenda whereas if it's coming from the people that's coming from a freedom agenda but if i'm just trying to i'm just trying to visualize this and i'm trying to ask a lot of questions to you guys maybe get you guys thinking what is it so we got Republican state of Texas who sides more on the side of freedom. Then you have a Democrat state within it. And that Democrat state obviously does not side on the side of freedom. That Democrat state voted for leaders and to act in a certain way for what they want. And it ends up being <laughs> less freedom. But then the state is up there forcing that city to do what they want against the city's wishes. It's a, it's a very strange situation that we're in, something that I want to hear your guys' comments about. I want to hear what you guys say because it's something I, I definitely want to look more into. Now, it's definitely because it's on the liberating side, you know, a blanket, you know, if there are blanket laws that prevent tyranny and you could consider a mask mandate a part of tyranny, 
that could be where the line is drawn. That can be where the exception is. But what happens if people of that town overwhelmingly vote for a mandatory mask mandate? Is it because even the minority are now forced to live into their tyranny because they voted in tyranny? Do we need someone to step in and say not to? Because we got to think about this. We had Trump as president who left it up to the states to do what they wanted with COVID. And I was saying all the time, Trump needs to help liberate the states that are becoming tyrannical because there's there needs to be some enforcement of these tyrannical laws, which there really was none. And nothing was done. And I even had a conversation with a congressman saying, and he was saying, he's a Republican congressman saying, well, we have to leave it up to the states. What the states find is good is up to them. We can still break that down still by the states with the city with the, with the cities. What the cities think is good for them, you know, they, they should do. But where is that line that's drawn? And I think back then I had my line drawn at tyranny, at being unconstitutional. You know what? I think I went full circle and I came back to my conclusion. So hopefully you guys stuck too. I mean, you can comment in comments below what you think. I guess I would say is if it's unconstitutional, that's where the line is drawn. But is a state forcing a city to do what they want? Is that unconstitutional? I don't know. I guess the state has power over their city, so probably not. But, hey, whatever falls in line with the Constitution, that's where my rule book. That's, that, that, that's my rule book. That's, we literally have a rule book in this country. It's called the Constitution. What do we do? What do we do? Should we do this? Should we do that? I don't know. Let's open the rule book, the Constitution. So whatever that says. <laughs> anyway, guys. Let me know your thoughts. I'm just trying to open up, get your, your juices going, trying to help you guys critically think, uh, because that's what's beneficial for society. That's how we're going to come up with the best solutions and the better solutions. Just get everybody thinking, okay? And the best, the best thoughts and the best um, interpretations of what's going on will hopefully rise to the top. And that's what we'll see in this country. So let me know what you guys think. Please drop the video like, subscribe, turn the post notifications on. Please share this video, new video every single day. Please bring up a Patreon, patreon.com slash Joey Salads. This show is completely funded and supported by you guys, okay? We haven't gotten a Patreon in a few days. If I can't keep up the patrons, you know, this show will become less and less out there because we're demonetized everywhere. The show makes literally zero dollars. If you listen on the podcast, I think sometimes ads play, uh, but it makes honestly a few bucks. Uh, Anyway, guys, thanks for watching. Peace out.